Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hopefully We Don't Break Up. I'm Will Miles. I'm Julia Razzi, and today's guests are uh, the delightful Elna Baker and Mark Sykes. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I'm speaking for both yeah. of us. Thanks. Bye. No, <laughs> See you guys. That was, that was it. Yeah, it was really show. fun, right? I love your podcast. <laughs> Ellen uh, and Mark are friends of ours. Uh, we're actually headed to their wedding very yep, soon. Yep. Coming. Very excited about that. This spring. Are you as excited for your wedding? Uh, I think it's uh, right now uh, Elna's getting caught up in all the uh, overwhelming wedding planning no, stress. No, really, honestly, I'm not. The thing, I, <laughs> the thing I'm getting caught up in, and I feel bad for him, is like I feel like everything I ever do in life, I approach as if no one's ever done it before. And I'm like, mm. what is this? Why do people get married? What's the point of marriage? Like, mm. So I've been like attacking our relationship <laughs> for like three months. <laughs> To try to figure out (laughs) with veracity, yeah. To try to figure out if, and actually, in a way, I think actually setting a date and saying, "Okay, we really are going to get married," is the reason I moved on to that stage of like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what is? Why would anyone ever?" To me, it's a wonder people ever get married. So then, why are you getting married? You know, I guess that's what people do. (laughs) Well, it's funny because we were just at this wedding, and I think. We both we want to get married, but we we were at this wedding, and I I, feel, I do this at weddings all the time. Is like when I watch the people up there, and they're like doing the vows, and they're all like earnest and everything. It like terrifies me to be that kind of you know that person. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. And, it's so hard not to laugh. But it's weird moments. to be kind of a person that is like wants to be a center of attention, but not in that kind of way. I you know what I mean? I just said this this morning to you. Yeah, yeah, I think he, so. Yeah, like I get really as a comic, you'd think, yeah. and a performer. But when it's sincere yeah, attention, totally. I want to cry. <laughs> I want to scream and run. Like, it it feels weird. Yeah. It also feels like a defeat to admit to f- friends. Like, there's something like about that. Like, I'm in love and this is good and I'm happy. Yeah. It really? feels like, to me, like embarrassing. <laughs> like, oh, God, that's not relatable. Or so, there's <laughs> something about me that is very, um, I, I don't know, embarrassed or just. So is marrying me like. No, it has not. It's like I'm just giving, you know, I'm just giving up. I guess I'm going to marry this guy. I I see that. I see that. (laughs) Wait a second. Mark, let's get out of here. It's just, I didn't expect to settle, you know? (laughs) I'm just kidding. You know, you guys are like a gorgeous, smart, hilarious couple. Um, you're welcome. I uh, <laughs> well, no, but I, I guess I see what you're saying because it is a it is a weird thing to, at times, celebrate love because I don't think lo- like being single and bitter is more easily celebrated. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's yeah. it's funnier and safer to be like no oh, I can't I can't meet anyone like love sucks or whatever. But Man. when you're sort of professing <laughs> yeah. like. Oh, hey, I found this really great person who's healthy. Like, it's sometimes, especially if your go-to is humor. Yeah. You know, it can feel kind of weird. That's kind of why we started this podcast in a way. Because we, you know, I think, even though you guys are in love and getting married, Mm -hmm. and it might feel weird to share it, I'm sure there's problems and shit and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, tons. You wouldn't believe. No, No, and I feel like a big, so um, I've been working on this project to to put together a TV show that I'm pitching soon. But basically to do that, I had to go through all my material and make a timeline and basically made a 40 page timeline of all the relationships I've ever been in. 
and it ended before I even got to him. Like I didn't even make it to him. And I realized season two. (laughs) Doing that made me realize, first of all, it's a wonder two people ever get together because each one of these people were people I was like, maybe it's him. Like I invested Mm -hmm. in the story of them, but at the same time I also had this overarching like but really it would be this if it was this person. Mm -hmm. Like that person really is the one. And making a timeline made me realize I I used to separate all of those stories where I was like, this person is the one and I would just tell myself the story of that person. But when I made a timeline, I saw how they all overlapped and I was like, this person's the one and I'm making out with that person and I'm sleeping with this person and I'm what? like, <laughs> <laughs> there's what? just this level of all your hopes and dreams of relationships. And it was only after I finished making that whole timeline that I was thinking about, first of all, all the relationships he's had that I like never paid any attention or was interested in knowing about. And, uh, <laughs> his life before, <laughs> yeah. about and, and just how the person starts the second you meet them. Mm-hmm. And I realized that all those people in that document must have documents, if not as long or longer, of all the people they've invested in and all the hopes and dreams they had with relationships and love. And that, uh, in a way, I have spent my whole life having this ideal of who I wanted to mm-hmm. marry or be with totally from being Mormon and basically being raised from a very young age to get married. Like mm-hmm. that would, yeah, we would like yeah. sing songs about it. Like my whole life was Wait, those. Wait, what? Oh yeah, singing songs. We used to stand up every Sunday and do like a chant, like a, um, uh, we are daughters of our heavenly father who loves us <laughs> and he loves, and then it would end with about us going to the temple sealed in marriage to a man uh, and for time and all eternity. And so in a sense, uh, I feel like I built up the idea of, of the perfect person or the one, but I made them um, Frankenstein of all the different characteristics and different people I'd ever liked. Mm. And a lot of those characteristics, I realize, are totally contradictory. You're yeah. either one thing or another. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, accepting that I have the love of my life and not continuing to aspire or dream for this other love yeah. has been a big part of deciding to get married. Yeah. Yeah. I get all that. that yeah. Are you, were you shocked, Mark, when she said love of my life? No, no, because it's funny because I have thought the same thing because it's just like you do kind of meet all these people in different points in your life and sometimes it just feels arbitrary that you ended up meeting this person at this time, which is when you were ready to meet that person you know what I mean yeah yeah. where you could have there's other like little cul-de-sacs or whatever angles you could have gone off at some other point in your life where you know and I and I've been married before and I think you have too right Uh, yeah Yeah. it's all I talk about on stage (laughs) 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 it was a huge part of my life for two years (laughs) but it's like it's kind of interesting that idea because you know you're kind of sold out of this one true love but then oh yeah no there's not yeah. there's at I least mean, five I think yeah probably. I mean or ten well, uh, yeah maybe uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's shitty to quote someone else's joke but Janine Garofalo I don't know if she does the joke but she did this joke and I was so jealous of it she was talking about like soulmate and like all the apps to find your soulmate she's like so basically you're telling me my soulmate is definitely within a 15 mile radius like <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's true like your quote unquote soulmate could be like in another country or like Botswana you know yeah, who, yeah. who knows know. I mean Will and I say that we may have said this on the podcast too before like I think the fact that anyone gets together is insane yeah because like Will and I are strangers like when you really break it down like we're straight we're complete strangers mm-hmm. I mean what's fun is that I think every day we learn something new about one another and I hope yeah. that lasts 
you know, for the entirety of our relationship or lives or whatever, you know, the future holds. But (laughs) no, but wait, what? (laughs) You're saying saying, there's a future? (laughs) No, I'm saying with the fact that, you know, because there's some big differences between our personalities and the fact that, like, you can even understand half the crazy things that come out of my head and heart and vice versa is, like, mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Because your, your relationships, you're taking two... It's different than, like, you know, the relationship with my sister, for example. We were raised by the same parents, so mm-hmm. there's a commonality there where we understand why each of us is so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> when you get together with a, 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 you know, a potential love interest. It's so funny when you, when someone is like complaining about their boyfriend or girlfriend or husband mm-hmm. or wife or whatever. And they're like, I just don't understand. Like, it's just like, they don't get me. And I'm like, you've only been together six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, I mean, and then that's different than a, an essential or a, that's different than like when you completely don't get the person at all. When you're like being like, why are you acting like this? And you're, you know, no when idea. you're not open. Yeah. But if you're open to getting to know them, like it's going to take time because you're strangers. Yeah. 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 And it's just an interesting thing because people grow up completely different from each other. Uh-huh. Like, and then you're meet, you meet, we met in our 30s. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, yeah, this is love. <clears throat> this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've had. So many years apart. Like, she was a name to me before I moved to New York, right? I saw her <laughs> I name. That. Stop it. I love she was, the, You guys just wrote your vows. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw her name on a blog, and I was like, that's an interestingly spelled name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And I was like, she looks pretty cute. I was like, cool, yeah. Maybe I'll meet her when I get out there. And then, yeah. Well, it you was, also said you liked my comedy. I did uh, like her comedy. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> your name was amazing. Your comedy was all right. Comedy, I was like, whatever. But the name, I was like, whoa. I gotta, all I gotta, those Zs. I got to date that name and that G. Yeah, G for Julia. Whoa. What? What is this? It must be Italian. Yeah, you know, you know how much dick I've gotten because of the spelling of my name? Of course. I can none. Only, oh, all right. Well, one, at least. Like one right over here. here. <laughs> the main dick. Yeah. Uh, the or one. At least the one right now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> but yeah how did you guys meet um we that's interesting because it's we met at a bar we met at a bar it was uh mark was married <laughs> there's yeah. the sorry the door opening and closing yeah. sound effect was <laughs> mark left. we met yeah, at a bar <laughs> it, it's just funny because we get, reenacted we, we 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 get this question from a, like her mormon family so and we never tell oops. the real story oh no, no. Well, hopefully they don't listen to this good thing they don't listen to this anyway yes we met do they have the internet um <laughs> I don't think they know how to use podcast. I am on Google Alerts. My oh yeah, as long as you don't Google oh. Alert, just spell on this. I'm Mrs. Wrong. Baker. <laughs> <laughs> so we, Mark was married, and uh-huh. it, this story I think is interesting too. But he was married, and his wife um, left him on the night of Halloween. On Halloween. On Halloween. Tell, a, would you want to tell? Yeah. So it was. Um, <laughs> uh, we were at a Halloween party at the Bell House, um, and I was dressed as the. Purple Teletubby, okay, which is the gay one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost triangle yeah. on the head, yeah. And she was like a slutty creature from the deep. She just had like weird fish nets with like things caught in her fish nets, like mm-hmm. and like weird snake hair, like sluts. Yeah, it was like sluts. <laughs> you, know, you know, always having stuff in their fish nets. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we were like wasted, and then we it was like four thirty in the morning. We took a cab back to the. They'd been together eleven or so years. Eleven years, married for like four years. And were there problems leading up to this moment? Uh, no, no, we no. Problem. We're like those, you know, like uh, I don't know if you've ever been in that relationship where you just end up like roommates. Uh, my, yeah, my, my marriage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you know what I mean. Yeah. So you're like, there's, you don't, you actually get along and everything's great. You just don't have sex anymore. And but we, you... we had like a year of, there was moments where I think it was pretty clear uh-huh. that things were going to end. 
Okay. But was this totally out of the blue? I didn't think things were going to end. I just thought that, like, I... You know how you kind of convince yourself in a relationship that you're... It's, like, not super passionate, and you're like, this isn't amazing, but you're mm-hmm. like, this is just a relationship, is that you you have a commitment to this person, and you make it work, and we're friends, but there's just mm-hmm. not anything... And then you kind of convince yourself that that's what marriage is. Mm-hmm. That it's not... There's no surprises. This person right. isn't going to surprise yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, I learned I was going to be surprised <laughs> very, very much. But, um, so anyway, uh, we were coming back from the from the party in a cab and it was like 4.30 in the morning and we were both wasted and we get to our place and my ex was like, oh, I'm going out. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean you're going out? It's like 4.30 in the morning. She's like, I'm, I'm going out. I'm like, no, you're, like, you're not going out. Where are you going? And we kind of got in this tussle and the, I kind of like grabbed her to keep her from you know, getting back into the cab and the cab driver looked at me like I was totally, you know what I mean? Because to the cab driver, I was just some abusive boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Right? In a Teletubby outfit. <laughs> In a Teletubby outfit, which is, I don't know if that made me look better or worse. <laughs> abusive Teletubby. Um, and then I was just like, fine, whatever. And she takes off. And I still remember like watching the cab go down the street going, like, what the hell is going I was totally, totally confused. But the problem was that I was since I was in a Teletubby costume, I didn't have my keys, my wallet, my oh, phone. I had no pockets. So I basically went up to the door and like with my Teletubby paw, just like pawed all the like apartment buzzers. And somebody buzzed me in. <laughs> and I just luckily we we were on the top floor, so I went all the way top, went on the roof, and then climbed on the fire escape, and then kind of dangled and like opened the window and like jumped into the living room in this outfit. Yeah, in this outfit. In the Teletubby, in the Teletubby outfit. outfit. <laughs> wow. And then I was just like, what the, I don't understand what's happening. Like, I, 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 like, it was slowly, like, going, like, what is going, like, this is kind of weird. Like, when she's leaving, it's, like, 5.30 in the morning. And as I'm kind of sobering up, I'm, like, trying to figure out, I don't have my phone. I don't, like, I didn't know her phone number, because, like, brain is in my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I don't even know how to call her. And then I figure, like, oh, I can go on my computer, and I can Skype and figure out her phone number on my computer and then Skype her using my Skype. So then I have... And this part was on This American Life. And this part, oh, yeah. Because nice. yeah, yeah. I pitched it to the show. Hell yeah. yeah. Well then, because, okay, so then I was then I was like, oh, before I figured that out, I was like, what should I do once I get my Skype? I'm like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll call 311. For some reason, I thought that would, I was like, I don't that'll know work. Where, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> I don't know where my wife is. I don't know what's going on. So I call 311. <laughs> He's drunk also. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my wife? Yeah. <laughs> totally what wife. I, but I didn't, and I was like, and I go, look, I don't, like, this is an emergency. I don't want you to call the police. I don't want you to call 911. I just don't know where my wife is. <laughs> and the middle woman was like, wait, your wife is missing, sir? Your wife, your wife is How long has it been since you've seen your wife? Like, she got all concerned. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, it was four hours. And, and then she was like, does this happen a lot? Like, and then that was when he started piecing together, yeah. like, oh. Like, the weekend before, she came home at, like, 5 in the morning, and I was like... It has been happening a lot. And I was like, where were you? She's like, oh, I just went to Veselka's to get borscht. That's a terrible excuse. <laughs> but, awful, I, like, yeah. it, but this is also... I used to go out and stay out late on my own and come home, and it was kind of normal, so I was... And she was very accepting of it, so I was just like, whatever, she's out eating borscht. I'm cool with that, I guess. But so that's when I started putting it together, you know, and then the four one one, the three one one lady was like, um, well, do you want to f- um, fill out a missing persons report? I'm like, no. And then before I had a chance to even answer, like she patched me through to nine one one. So then I hung oh, up. Wow. <laughs> so then I hung up 
And then I finally figured out her phone number, and then I just, like, it went straight to voicemail, straight to voicemail, straight to voicemail. I must have, like, called her, like, a hundred times. Like, insane. Like, I've never done that ever before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was, like, insane dude, like, calling a number over and over and over. And, um, you know, and I was just, like, leaving, like, where the fuck are you? What the fuck is going on? Like, I was super, like, whatever. And then, um, then finally, like, at seven, she finally answered, you know, and meanwhile, I'd been up all night. And then uh, she answers like, hey, uh, we need to talk. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, where the fuck are you? We yeah. need to talk. And then uh, she's like, I'm coming home right now. And then I was like, holy shit. I just totally remember thinking like, oh, she's like having an affair. Like, I, and that just never dawned on me. But the minute, was? Well, so then she comes home and she's like, I met a guy. And, uh, and then I realized that, that was the other thing is that she had been getting these like um, she'd been texting with this person on her phone named Jennifer Vesey and the guy ended up you can't up, use oh, his real sorry. name oh, oh yeah yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah so anyway then she like comes home and and you know meanwhile I'm like oh, so hungover because we were like out like drunk all night mm-hmm. the night before and then she was just like yeah it's not gonna work out I, I think you should um, find another apartment and oh, then, you should find another part. Well, I couldn't yeah. afford the apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. She, she made more money than I did, okay. so. And then. Shit. Wait, so I'm then, now ready for the, can I tell the best part? What's the best part? Three weeks later. Oh, fast forward. <laughs> fast forward three weeks. So I did manage to find an apartment. He still lived with her this whole time. Yeah. And then on his first, he moved into his new apartment. The first weekend with my new apartment. His friends were like, we're going to take you out and get you laid. And he met me at a bar. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> and did you get laid? Uh, Almost. <laughs> Almost, yeah. Very yeah. close. <laughs> yeah. So you were, and I hope it's okay for me to say, the the first, like you were the rebound after the... I was the rebound. Uh, yeah. was super rebound. D-Rod. I, I mean, that's nice to know that rebounds can work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way, yeah. though, I feel like, so I think in a way we fell in love because we... We didn't think it would like, ever work we, out. We can never date. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is just fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're not a serious option because you're going through all this stuff. But at the same time, the person he was when we first met is, in a way, how I fell in love with him was because he was super emotional and vulnerable and honest and like rethinking life in a way right. mm-hmm. that now I'm always like poking at him for. I'm like, Let's <laughs> now go I've re- back like, give me to that, that emotional, yeah. Yeah. weird now I've emotional. Now to like the robot, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the he, man robot. <laughs> how many years ago was this? Uh, four over yeah. four years ago. Nice. Mm-hmm. I but, love it. But it was really weird because I remember that, like, because I was, that was, I was 38 at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was just so, and I'd been with the same person for like 15 years. So yeah. So the last time I was single, like, people didn't have cell phones. And yeah. And there were no booty yeah. calls. And, and I'm like, she takes me home that first night. And, like, she has roommates. And, like, I'm meeting her he roommates. peed in my sink. I peed in her sink because she had Cause she, cause the whole idea, like she had roommates and her bathroom was in the hallway, and I was just like, this is super weird. Like I'm wearing my underwear, so yeah, I peed. I did pee in her sink. He was like, can I pee in your sink? And at the time, I was like, yeah. And then the next morning after he left, I was like, did a guy pee in my sink? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went through the same thing though, cause yeah. I was in a relationship since college. The same. Yeah. Got got divorced. Similarly, I was the one that was usually out till five. Right. Uh-huh. Um. And and the, but then I got into a relationship a month after that ended, 
and so it was only it wasn't until two and a half three years three years, three years ago, ago I think now, yeah. that I had my first for real single like I was a little bit single uh-huh. between the divorce and the relationship after that for like a couple I like had sex with a few people as fast as possible yeah. and then I was like that's <laughs> enough for me um, <laughs> that was so fast like, yeah they were like all people but then it wasn't until actually I think it was when I was I dating Will when I was staying at your house. I, I no. don't know. No, I, wasn't. I don't think so. No. So I stayed. Elena was so sweet. She gave me her room for like two or three months while she was staying in Mark's, Mark's place. place. Yeah. yeah. And and I remember I was like I kept toying with the idea of like I didn't want to be in a relationship, but I was like, oh, like Tinder looks interesting, and I was like toying with the idea of joining it, yeah, and I would yeah. quit it. And at the time, you guys, can I share what you guys yeah. were doing? They were doing this Tinder game. Which I thought was so fun, and I remember it was like one of the first things I think I told you when we started dating, because much like Mark, it sounds worse than it is. Sounds worse. I will explain. We're not swingers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But why don't you explain what it is, and then and then I'll I have something to say about it in relation to Mark's. We went upstate with friends. It was like early days of Tinder, where everyone was very excited about it. We went went upstate, and they were all on their phones on Tinder, and so we were trying to interact with like our friends in the hotel room. And they were just all looking at people Tinder, on yeah. Tinder. And we're like, yeah, in the old days. He was like, in the old days, that was called just going to a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So they were all on Tinder. And we're like, why don't we just join Tinder and so we can at least look at the funny people and profiles with them. So we did. And then as we were going back into New York City, both of us were like, holy shit, look at all. Th- There's a lot of really this, attractive people on Tinder. There's so yeah. many options. So we uh, we were going to delete it, but then we're like, we should keep it for two weeks and see who matches Let's more. Of cl- clearly, it's the woman who's gonna match. Oh, the numbers were yeah. absurd. It was like <laughs> well, then Elna felt that she like felt hundreds. she felt super bad yeah. for me, so she like yeah. was like, here, so hold on, I'll update your profile for this picture. <laughs> yeah, I started helping him. Yeah, I, I think she was I had like two hundred and fifty, and he had nine, and I was like, okay. So then I started <laughs> fixing his pictures, and then. Trying to match with people, I thought, yeah, that's in his league. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, but what I loved about that was, uh, and I and I don't know, if, and I actually suggested that we did it for fun. We, we did it for like a day, I think. No, we never did it. Oh. We never yeah, we did. did. No, nope, we, we downloaded it. For we sure. downloaded. We did not ever use it though. We used it on a road trip. I, I we feel, didn't. I feel like I remember that. Nope, I don't. It wasn't I didn't me. Get, I didn't get zero matches. <laughs> no, it's a, I never set that up with you. I don't know what Somebody happened. You remember? Oh, she you did it. Yeah, Megan. Oh, you did. Wait, you get, get up on the mic. Get on the mic, yeah. yeah. Megan, our producer, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, Get in on this. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for, I think it was eight years in January. And yeah. we play that Tinder game all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll match. It's stupid. It's fun. Is it always yeah. you getting more matches? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. But it's the best when you're in weird places, though. Like Poughkeepsie well, or some odd town. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as long as you're not, like, fucking with people on right. there and, yeah, and yeah, lying yeah. about yeah. your, you know, whatever. But but what I, what I loved about that, and I remember when I saw that in you guys, I was like, oh, not that that was going to be a requirement for my next relationship, but just <laughs> someone who I could say, hey, my friends did this. Isn't that funny? And, like, we should, like, and they would be like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And we could, like, talk yeah. about it and maybe play with that idea just because... The notion that you go into a relationship with someone and then you're supposed to like be like, but there's nobody else attractive out in the world. Like, they don't exist. it's still <laughs> it's still fun to like flirt and and you know th- feel like you're wanted and like whatever that yeah, may be. Yeah. And I just I related so much to what you were saying, Mark, about the whole in the marriage feeling like, oh, I guess we're just roommates now because yeah. I haven't been with anyone for eight years. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, 
I haven't had a relationship as long as that uh-huh. eight-year relationship yeah, I had. Yeah. So there is a little part of me that's been like, shit, well, is that just something that happens after a certain amount of time? Always. But I, but <laughs> I don't, believe, I don't yeah. believe so because I feel like we started to have some of that uh-huh. roommate buddy energy like pr- pretty early yeah. on. Yeah. But well, you guys were friends before, We were too. friends yeah. before, yeah. and it's not a bad thing. No, yeah. And then my relationship after that was, like, no friendship. It's the opposite. And yeah. only passion. Yeah. And yeah. only, like, and arguing in the rain yeah, and throwing work, things, yeah. you know? <laughs> and it was, like, very, I was, like, this is my made-for-TV movie, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then I was, like, oh, wait, that's not sustainable either. And, like, we don't throw things at each other, but we definitely argue. Maybe, like, napkins. <laughs> <laughs> Light pillows and teddy bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think I've, I've just really learned, and I don't know if you would agree just having had that experience, like there is a certain level of buddy-ness yeah. well, you, you want as long as the buddiness doesn't overshadow well, and everything. Yeah, and that's the, thing, that's the thing. is like you <laughs> need, need buddy fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants a buddy fuck? <laughs> Will still talks to me sometimes like I'm just a girl he met at a bar. Yeah, it makes me fun. so happy. Yeah. I'm like, Tim, treat me like a a what? girl you're never gonna call. Yeah, That's yeah. There was exactly. uh, there's so many. <laughs> we used to try to role play where we were like, I go to a bar and pretend we didn't know each other and like, oh, when you know. And yeah. every time he chose to play the biggest douchebags, where I had to break character know. and be like, I no, I I would leave. Plus, now. I was just is, and it was yeah. when we were starting dating and she, I was like, oh, she's like a comedian and on the on the radio, so I'd always be like. I need to bring my A game. And I <laughs> always would not bring my A game. He's the worst at it. He would say the I douchiest you. things. I'm like, okay, well, I would leave now. That, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. But it's, I just listened to this interview with, I forget who it was. But Martin it was like, Short, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Martin Short. And he was saying, he was talking about his, his, his wife had died and they'd been married for like 20 years or whatever. And he said, the thing that I miss the most is the banter that we had. Mm-hmm. The th- You know, like how we used to communicate and talk. And that's I remember thinking that with Elna, and that's what I think that's what you're talking about is that whole, that fun like the way you have fun together. Oh yeah, 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 talk, oh, yeah. And is, I think that is something I didn't have, even though we were friends, we didn't have that same kind of playful banter. Yeah, that but I would I, miss. I think that's key. Yeah. yeah. For me, I I wanted like, I mean, in a way, I feel like you relate to the your idea of love from when you were a kid when mm-hmm. you sort of placed yourself in the world mm-hmm. and like I was a I was a fat kid <laughs> no boys liked me and I ad- identified with every character who would pine after someone and not be loved mm-hmm. and so for me love is pining yeah me too and so I've had a really hard time being in a relationship and like facing someone and being like you oh you want me well, mm-hmm. that's not exciting like I want to I want someone who doesn't want me yeah and <laughs> and I want to be um I mean even also growing up religious I feel like sexually what turns me on the most is like oh I can't I'm not allowed oh but I am oh yeah yeah, like, yeah. and so to be like oh well we've been doing this a long time obviously um, we are going to yeah, yeah. Like, I can't oh I can't no we <laughs> yeah but we yeah are. but I, we're not but we are but and we're we're doing we do this so yeah, yeah, yeah. figuring out how to be like how do we face each other and say I love you and you love me and now let's try to do it that way yeah it's like mm. well, I, yeah. I relate to the pining because I pined you know all in high school I, I decided I was like I guess I'm just a girl who never has a boyfriend like I just <laughs> decided that about myself because the few guys that I did have interactions with were horrible mm-hmm. and it was just 
totally me like chasing and it was like the more you ignore right. me the closer yeah. I'll get like outside their window and <laughs> and then when I met when I met my college boyfriend who was and I remember I was always really grossed out by guys who were nice and just liked me uh-huh. like I remember like freshman and sophomore year of college like a couple guys where I was like oh my friend would be like oh you know so and so likes you I was like ew, ew why ew ew <laughs> and I'd be like where's that guy that I blew who never called me where's he what's he doing now you know so and yeah exactly <laughs> and and also I think the challenge of like help like saving like oh like he's such a tor- he's such a jerk on the outside uh-huh. but I know inside he's got a heart of gold like I was always I was always falling for potential mm-hmm. and then when I met the guy that I married, who was one of my best friends, he was so kind, and mm-hmm. we had such a sweet love for each other. We were such good friends. Right. And I just don't, I think part of it too, like not only do we sort of just, the friendship took over, I just also wasn't in a place where I still understood that that was what love is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was still waiting for a little bit. I was like, can you be a little bit of a jerk? Right. Just like a little bit, you know? And then when we split and I experienced more jerks as an adult, I was like, no, those aren't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you're not a jerk, but you yell at me sometimes. But you need like I mean, push I wouldn't say you yell. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need someone that's going to push back. That's yeah, what yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah, you don't, you don't back, yell. Yeah. You push back and you don't let me get away with anything. Yeah. Occasionally I raise my voice. Occasionally, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's always God justified. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not a you're not I can't be like will do this and you're like okay like yeah, no, no, you no, yeah. you have a backbone yeah thanks mom <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's it's a balance yeah oh yeah you but know. it's funny how you'll like as I've seen this so many times where you'll just get away with as much as you can and I think you did that with yeah you got to test the limits yeah oh yeah, yeah. but you like mean, in it, relationships yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Like, I think girls do that more with I feel like than I don't know I don't know. I don't well, so I can't how's I your never, relationship with your mom. Are you like a mama's boy at all? I was raised single mom. So yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. And I'm just a mama's boy. I think yeah. it's it's also harder for us to to do it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think exactly. We hold women like well, on a Also higher, though, I had a really stuff. hard time though cuz my I my mom like my mom was always I was raised by her and my mom my dad, she was always like bad mouthing my father. Yeah, He's yeah, always yeah. like your dad your dad's an asshole. Don't ever be like him. <laughs> so then when I was becoming a man, it was very hard for me to relate with all this like mass. Like I'm a, I have a hard time being like a dude. Oh, so do you I. You know what I mean? Yeah, hardcore. But, but I don't think I don't think <laughs> what you just said. If I can, like, if I can, yeah. whatever. But I don't. I wouldn't consider that a mama's boy. Like you said, I put my mom in a pedestal. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think when I think mama's boy, I think like this dude lives with his mom because he doesn't know <laughs> yeah. how to make money or right. like this dude like has to ask his mom for her opinion all the time right. you know yeah well, that's like the extreme yeah that's yeah. the extreme but like i wouldn't consider i think you just have a you're very respectful to women because terry miles shout out yeah uh literally everyone gets a shout out, <laughs> shout out. out. Yeah. she T. miles you know she she raised you to be respectful and kind uh-huh. yeah. and your parents have a very healthy relationship yeah they love it yeah and so and i watched my dad be respectful the whole time yeah, yeah. So, oh, so that so, worked so yeah, being raised yeah. with a dad that respects women yeah it's i don't you know i just i just think you're a mature kind man not a mama's boy i would never call a mama's boy you wouldn't be living in New York with me. <laughs> That's true. You'd be living with your mama. In Columbus. <laughs> Chicago. Chi-town. Oh, yeah. family's in Columbus, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> my dad uh, said this thing once to me. I know in a previous relationship, uh, which I ruined, in a good way. Like yeah, I yeah. almost yeah. got married to this Mormon guy when I was 25 or 6 and had moved to Utah for him, and I kept questioning and testing and testing the relationship and as I was doing this my dad my dad works at Boeing and he said that there are these parts that the engineers will make 
that um, far surpass their, the needs of any amount of pressure or any circumstance they'll ever, ever be under. And there's, you know, several million dollar parts. And yet the engineers will kind of get greedy to see, like, how good did I do? Like, how much mm-hmm. resistance can I mm-hmm. put on this thing? And then they end up breaking it because they just wanted to see how far it could go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like I do that with every relationship mm-hmm. I've yeah. ever been in, in a way that only recently, uh, as I as we've been talking about getting married and and me looking at what, what it means to be in a relationship. And, and Like, I can decide to be with him tomorrow, but it's very overwhelming to think about being with anyone for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like I'm asking all these questions about what the rest of my life will be which I don't know what it's going to be. Um, but he pointed out, he was like, well, you know, I I actually think about all those things too. But the people I admire in life who are the happiest are the people who, I mean, I don't know how you said it, but... The, the people that know that you're never going to answer that question. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. that yeah. That's how Will is. Yeah. yeah. That you, if you can go down that road of questioning and everything, that doesn't lead it anywhere good. And then the people that I find that are happy are... The, all the ones that I know that, like, because I had friends, like, you know, they got married when they were 25 and 26, and then they had kids when they were 28, 29. They, you know, they had they went the normal route, mm-hmm. and they're all really happy. Where it was always hard for me to make those choices, because I was like, oh, I don't know. Same Is this here. the right yeah. person? Or, oh, should I have kids? I don't know. And I look at them, I'm like, oh, life would have been so much easier if I just had that. Yeah. Kind of, and that's what I, I've gotten there, and that's what I, seeing her go through that, I'm like. Well, and being at these different ages in uh-huh. life, I was like, oh, because he's he doesn't do that at all to the point where Mark I, doesn't. No, I thought that he didn't do that. I uh-huh. thought that was I didn't know that was a choice he was making mm-hmm. until he said in previous relationships I used to be that yeah. way, and I've made the conscious choice not to do that. And, well, I, and yeah. I was like, oh, you aren't stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, even when I was like, we were saying the, whatever the future may hold, like I find myself and maybe it's not very romantic. And I feel like you get nervous because I, I talk very realistic mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, we'll probably be together forever. But it's still it still feels weird to yeah. me oh, yeah, to yeah. say that, especially because I did stand up in front of my entire family and friends <laughs> yeah. and said, I promise this forever, e- even knowing that I didn't think I meant it, yeah. and but I didn't know to question it then. I was too young and, and afraid. And so, I mean, I right now, if the, the way things are flowing, I, it, I would be very, it would be bizarre to not be together, uh-huh. but to say like forever, or till the end, like it's the rest of my life. Like that phrase, the rest of my life, diarrhea. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. Like until our lease ends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lease, those are gonna <laughs> be our <laughs> wedding vows. I'm gonna be yeah. like, I will be with you as long as the diarrhea yeah. is sustainable. As long <laughs> as it's cheaper to have an apartment as two people than it is yeah. to have one but person. But it's just, and, and, it, and I know it's it's kind of a downer. And like the couple times I do say stuff that's really vulnerable. I like start giggling like yeah. an asshole and like putting my face under co- like the and sheets. Your eyes water and my eyes water and like and I don't know how to just because I'm afraid I don't want to be a liar. Right. Yeah. But but I hear what you're saying. But it's like but I mean it in the moment. So just be in that moment. Yeah. And then see what happens after that because it's like because when you when you talk to people who've gone through breakups and they're like and I understand and they're upset they're like well this person promised they'd be with me forever and it's like but that is the most 
That's a ridiculous promise. It's a ridiculous yeah. promise. Yes. It'd be like a promise to be with you day to day. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I'll try my best to always be on. Like, yeah. I think what I can promise well is I can say, I promise to always be honest with you. Yeah. And try my hardest to be honest with you. And with that honesty, maybe I, I, <laughs> we'll I wrote, be together. I wrote the best possible vows that I could never say, especially his family would be like, that is terrible. That's yeah. a terrible vow. <laughs> but it really, when I put this together was when I was like, oh my God, I want to get married. And what I realized was that, um, and I said this to him, and I would, it, it sounds horrible, but I was being really nice, I promise. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I just finally realized, like, you're not the love of my life. Like, if I had to stand up and say, you're the love of my life, I could not do that in front of, like, a room full of people. Mm -hmm. But that's because that thing was made up and invented and molded together and put on this pedestal to be this thing that is just not real. Yeah. And what I finally realized is that you're not the love of my life, but I have all the love of my life. Like I have with all these different people, my (laughs) best friend and my parents and my community and everyone who I want to be at our wedding and him. Like it's all the love. It's the highest amount of love I could ever imagine Mm. and have ever aspired for. But it, doesn't actually exist in one person. Yeah, but it but doesn't I do, mean I don't have it. But I do have the largest proportion in the Venn diagram. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. In the Venn yeah. diagram of you're love, the middle. Like, you're the middle. Right I'm like seventy percent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, what I would say to that, if if I don't know if you agree or disagree, but like, because I agree with you on what you just said, and I feel like the part that Will comes in is that he has helped me attract some of those that love and be more open to it like yeah like i yeah. i was a good person before i met will i was already on a uh-huh. path to whatever you know being more enlightened yada 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 all that stuff and then he <laughs> came in the picture and it's made all the other loving relationships i have in my life better mm-hmm. because he fulfills and adds and helps me grow yeah so that's where the love thing i, I think that's what you're saying because that's yeah. how i relate to it too it's like he almost makes me more the right relationship makes you more lovable. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, absolutely. they're supporting you and helping you grow. I mean, I think not growing is the death of relationships when yeah. you just are stuck and you're like, I guess we just exist now. Well, yeah. And that's exactly how I felt with my ex. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. we we weren't making each other worse, but we weren't we were just kind of like in a f- mm-hmm. kind of circling pattern of like just being static. Yeah. And with no. the right person you actually are constantly it's like a push and pull, and you're making each other better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like I think you've probably seen me cry more than any. <laughs> it's the, the shortest. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, anyone listening is like <laughs> that bitch. She be crying all the time. <laughs> but but I think you've seen me cry the most in growing pains way. Yeah. Like where yeah. I'm like crying because I'm like I don't want to be this annoying. Like I don't want to yeah. be this paranoid and like. I'm not crying because he's making me upset. I'm crying because Will is like standing there going, "Why are you fucking stressing out about the most stupidest thing? Who fucking cares?" I'm like, "You're right. I don't know why. Why am I so damaged? I need to listen to you more." Yeah. And other than my parents and my brother, you're probably the only person who's ever seen me cry in in life. I think. Yeah. You're cute when you cry. Uh, sure. I'm sure. For those listening, I never cry. I literally but, uh, cry at every single bad movie. So I think movies are different. Yeah, I, you know, everyone's seen me cry in that case. Well, yeah, but I only watch emotional stuff. Like I cried at Parent Trap. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought you were going to say parenthood. So I was like, me too. Yeah. I, had a parent. you I, cry I don't think you didn't cry though in like, what, six, like maybe six months. Wow. Yeah, maybe. Do you guys uh, have like a calendar? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> if the calendar would be it's, totally it's the, full with my name all over cry, it. Cry emoji we the put it on there. X's and zeros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like my period. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this period tracker, days. cry tracker. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's You're due for a cry. You're constipated. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I've been stressed for the last two months trying to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm in the middle of switching jobs, and so it was all. Yeah. I find, and I don't know if you guys experienced it, but I, I find that when the more I'm fulfilled in my own like career in life, the easier I am on him. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, to such an extreme that I'm that I, but I don't realize that's what's happening. Yeah, it's always his fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's always you know? the case. And then once I'm like in a place where I'm doing what I love and making things happen and feeling more fulfilled, then I'm not, the things that were annoying, I don't even notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's all about fulfilling yourself and then yeah. you can you start with <laughs> masturbation. You. Yeah, you got to masturbate a lot. And then, <laughs> I mean, hey. It's true though. I, I you know, you're not home. What's that? It's it's just it's <laughs> or, like medical. Or even if you are home. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just med- Sometimes you're like, I don't want to take off all my clothes. It's cold. Yeah. yeah. I got a messy. candle. Yeah. I got a Daniel yeah. Steele book to read. Yeah. Just I'm like. That's uh, why those Daniel Steele gotta, books are there. Can you go to waterproof? The, can you go to the deli and buy some seltzer? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'll be right back. I got quick. Okay. Yeah. God, I got five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Terry. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. Um. So we end every show asking uh, our guests to give just you know insight advice whatever you want to call it to couples or single people or whoever things you wish you knew that kind of stuff just anything related to what works for you guys or what's worked for you as an individual when it comes to love and relationships and all that stuff uh i think and the thing i think i kind of realized with this with elna is i don't know who told it to me or where i read it or whatever but it was it was if you have the choice between being right and being kind, always choose. Being Except kind. he always goes, "I'm taking the kind choice." <laughs> I'm like, that I means you're fucking right. You still, I'm still think being you're right. Kind. <laughs> but I'm still kind. That's the thing. I'm gonna say that I am gonna. I realize it's important to be kind, so I'm gonna be kind. Yeah. But he's just saying he's right. <laughs> Wait, that's your advice? The other thing that we do, <laughs> that we saw in We Bought a Zoo. I got to see that stuff. Oh, that yeah. made me hysterical. And it also made me want kids, which I still don't even know if I want kids. Oh, yeah, you kids. watch that with your sister. And you right? wanted a zoo. No, I watched <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if we are really fighting, like oh, yeah. in a, this is act- in this like actually a good advice. big blow up yeah. thing where you just aren't, your emotions are blinding whatever uh-huh. and you're not really. You're not listening. We just stop and he it's usually him who does it he says all right we got to do our we bought a zoo thing <laughs> and you though because in the movie the father and son have this thing where they stop and he says what do you want me to say to say to you and then the other person says what do you want me to say to you and so when we do that it you actually kind of take a step back escalates you... everything and it's oh, like oh so it's like I want you to say that I'm like supporting you and I'm proud of you uh-huh. and I want like whatever you're fighting for the other person to say to you, you tell them what it, what is, it is and mm-hmm. they tell you what it is they're fighting for and then you suddenly see really what you've not been listening to the yeah. whole time mm-hmm. because you've been hearing what what you think the other person is saying. That's brilliant. Except for I tried it with one of my I had a couple that they bicker all the time and I was like I'm going to actually help. This is a good piece of advice. 
and um <laughs> i'm like well this me and alan do this thing where just say what you want the other person to say so then they went and said i want him to say that he's a giant asshole <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like no 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 you guys are it was like that simpsons episode where they're like shocking each yeah. other i'm like you're not doing this right this isn't what this is supposed to be <laughs> i like that i love that yeah Any, anything great. else or is that you uh, I um, I mean, were we out of time or? Yeah, you can you can, yeah, you can say one more minute yeah. if you want, and then more. My dad said this thing to me recently. I think that really has changed how I approach relationships. But I never, because my parents are super happy and mm-hmm. really in love, and I he's never given me a window into any problems of their relationship. Mm-hmm. But he said that um, basically, in certain relationships, there will be some fatal flaw. It's not a fatal flaw of the person, but it's a fatal flaw for you and that person to be together. And he said, with your mother, like, who's smarter, me or your mother? And I was like, you. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but who thinks they're smarter? And I was like, mom. And he was like, and that has driven me crazy our entire marriage. <laughs> and after a certain point, every time anything would go wrong, it, it would be because of that. But then I would focus or dwell so much on that that I was undoing all the good things that your mother is and what I loved about her. And so eventually I was able to say, okay, well, this fatal flaw is ruining everything else. And so either I, in a way, it's not even just accepted. I just let it, let it go. Like I'll never accept it. It will always annoy me, but I'm just going to go. It, it's not worth it because it undoes everything I love. Mm. And, um, I realize that I will spiral. I'll focus on the thing that is the fatal flaw, the one thing that's bad and use it to like, even and I especially do it if we're having a good time. So we're on a date and I'm happy and I'm in like, it's going well. Then I'll be like, but this one thing mm-hmm. and I can't feel this way until we work through this one thing but that one thing in a way it will never change because you can't change a person mm-hmm. and so to let it go has actually made me see all the things that are good there because mm-hmm. I'm not using it to ruin all those things so that's been really helpful just just in terms of of not trying to change someone really that's all it is yeah yeah that's great you guys, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Time. Mark welcome. Sykes, Ellen Baker, thank you very much Ooh. for coming on. Hopefully we don't break up. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Hopefully. Bye-bye. <laughs> for more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.